Good morning, everybody. This is Pastor Kevin. You're listening to uh, Real Life with Pastor Kevin West here on Expression Radio, uh, 1230 IRO, 1230 ITO, uh, AM, and coming from the Ironton um, location. We're actually in the Huntington studio, uh, but the uh, broadcast signal is out of Ironton. Uh, It's the tri-state area as well as um, on the app. It's 177 countries, and I want to encourage you to, um, if you're listening to it from the app, to share on your social media pages uh, that the app is available free and people can listen to the radio uh, expression radio talk programs ministry programs as well as inspirational praise and worship music all day long 24 7 at no cost to you uh, just a a ministry outreach of our church and um, so there's lots of good things that are happening at the church Uh, we're seeing an incredible move of the spirit in every aspect I mean from our children's area our youth ministry uh, student ministries to our seniors as well as the um, the adult uh, you know church uh, church fabric of the church. So there's a lot going on. We're excited about what all God is doing. Uh, last week I had a guest in the program, or a guest in the studio with me, and I have him back this week. We're actually recording these programs, so uh, you'll be glad to hear. Well, last week we talked a lot about uh, what God was doing some of the, in, in Graham County, North Carolina, in the Robbinsville area, which is the Cherokee uh, Reservation uh, area. Um, I have in the studio with me again today, and we're going to do a, a, a second part to what we talked about last week, and this is uh, Jody Brown. Uh, Jody, good to have you today. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. Well, Jody is uh, obviously Stephanie uh, Scraggs' uh, uh, dad, uh, married to Donna. Uh, they're in for the weekend, so for Stephanie's birthday, I guess. Yep, sure. And uh, so uh, we're uh, going to record some programs here today with him, and uh, we're excited about that. He, he's been telling us last week, and we'll just kind of jump right back where we left off. For those of you that listened last week, you can also go back and listen to that if you haven't listened to it. It's in archive on the podcast as well as on the, the radio program you can go back and listen to the uh the broadcast from last week and get caught up uh but, but we've been talking about um what you're see, sensing and see, uh, feeling and uh, experiencing down in robbinsville area about how there's 52 churches that are in the graham county area about sixteen thousand people uh but you you're not a novice to this you've been around a long time and you've uh, traveled around the country as a, a gospel artist uh with doing southern gospel music for years and years but you've been off the road for the last 17 yeah and uh, really kind of dive diving in right into real, you know, brick and mortar type ministry uh, that we're not on the road so much, but you're uh, you know doing it there at home, uh, and you've been tied into several churches uh, that are there that because the churches are and it's such a small community, you kind of know everybody in that there community as well. Uh, but you uh, you see what you're experiencing in the last six months. Tell the the listeners again what you're seeing in the last six months. You just kind of through a, a Bible study, you're seeing that there is a, a hunger and uh, the type of people that are coming in to the kingdom. And uh, tell a little bit about that where you picked up last week. Well, we've uh, been in a few churches down there that uh, we know a lot of the people. And my son, Jeremy, he's uh, 40-some years old now, mm-hmm. and and he was a lot of the kids he went to school with. And uh, we're seeing a movement in that that group of people right now, and, and it's amazing because I know I'm as old as I am now. Some I thought I was pretty well set in my ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you know I thought I knew it all, everything like, and I come to realize I didn't. Yeah. So then this group coming on. So after seeing them start getting excited about God, and starting wanting something more for their kids, mm. because I mean most of them, I know when Jeremy was young and then teenager in high school, that there was like five uh, suicides. Wow. And amongst his school bunch and. 
and we knew that there was a like it was like a dark cloud over Graham County, hmm. and we couldn't never find the real truth. Mm-hmm. And so the preachers would preach, and it, it was always get saved, get saved before. You know, the yeah. trumpet sounds. If you don't, if you're not found written in the Lamb's Book of Life, you're going to hell. Right. Well, I mean, people was coming to the altar, but we never saw any change. Yeah. And but people would go to church, and we was living legalistic and living under the law, really. Yeah. And do do do, and we never saw anything change. But now it's just like whew, God is. Honestly, I thought the same thing too. I thought, well, we're never going to see a change, mm-hmm. but. God changed me, mm-hmm. and when He done that, that's whenever I saw. I thought, "Wow, I've been missing it all these years. Yeah, all these years about being able to proclaim the gospel. Yeah, I just was just like the rest of my telling people. Well, you need to get right and yeah. go to church. Yeah, you're right. Get everybody get right because you're wrong. <laughs> you're right. wrong. That's yeah. it. And yeah. so I thought, and God showed me. He said, "You're the church. Mm-hmm. You are the church. You yeah. carry it with you." So when we started presenting this gospel, it started. We started seeing people turn and want to know a little bit more about the kingdom. Yeah, knowing about the kingdom. Yeah, the kingdom of God that's within us. Yeah. What do you tell somebody like say somebody that's uh, uh, maybe in the forties, got kids, maybe not quite teenagers yet, or maybe teenage kids, and their husband and wife are coming into the church. Um, you know, what, what, what can they expect to hear when you say present the gospel, this gospel, uh, the real gospel, the true gospel? What do they hear? Well, they they're hearing now about the the life, the abundant life that's supposed to be mm-hmm. with the gospel about Jesus Christ coming. He he paid the penalty for sin. Yeah, and that was his. When he asked him, he said, "What did you come here for?" He said, "To get rid of sin." Yeah. And and a lot of people have asked us, you know, they said, "Well, you're saying we can live above sin." Well, if you, I'm saying this, when you get into Him and He comes inside of you, then you don't you don't go back out there and do the things that you used to do. Right. And it's not a well the way it used to be. I tried to tighten my willpower screw yeah. and do better. Yeah. But it, it's it's gone. I don't have those desires that I used to have. I've since then I've become a man of integrity, right? And that's what we want to teach people is right. how to, you know, because mm-hmm. I found out uh, into the studies that sixty-seven or almost seventy percent of Christians lie. Yeah, and I thought, wow. You know, seven people out of ten lie yeah, yeah. in the church. Yeah, and and I found myself because my wife she pointed it out. She said, she said, why do you tell people? She said, she said, I can hear you. She said, you'll tell them that when you went fishing, said, and you you caught a fish this size. She said it grew this much. Yeah, and she said that's a lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But see, I mean, I was exaggerating the truth. Yeah. But see, when you draw close to God, mm-hmm. He draws out everything inside of you that doesn't look like Him. Right. I can't picture Jesus telling a, you know, saying, "Man, you are to seen us on on the side of the mountain." We fed, we fed twenty thousand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and with just two fish. Right. You should have been there. You should have yeah, been there. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. we started taking a pee. If he'd had a, 
a phone back in those days would have had selfies of those That's things. Like, <laughs> yeah, and, and then those get sent all out to everything. I've seen that. That there was a meme that went around that said, "Have you seen that? If uh, Moses would have been had a, 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 a Apple iPhone, it showed Mo, a picture of a guy that looked like Moses. He was taking a picture of it, and it had the Red Sea part behind him. Like, hey, just what's happening behind me here? You know, <laughs> we, we we have we have to read about it and hear about it and believe it. You know, nowadays everything's got a picture, everything's got a video. Somebody's got a phone and they're they're videoing that thing out, which has really helped us in many regards because the truth has now been able to be communicated in so go. many different ways and, and not been able maybe so much misunderstood like it was back uh, in in the days, especially when I was growing up. My goodness, it was it was hard. It was a hard life to live. It, it, it wasn't that you didn't love God. You just didn't know how to love God for who he really was. There you go. You were really hating. We really hated what God was, was against. So we grew up, I grew up against things. That's what I was talking about last week or when, when we, or last uh, program we studied, we were talking. I knew everything I didn't believe. And uh, I, I became an expert on what I didn't believe there and what go. I was against. And, um, you know, you're right. When somebody asks you, you mean to tell me you can live above sin? You better believe it. You can live above sin. There you go. And um, so we have to be careful that because well, what's sin for somebody may not be sin for somebody else, and that's that's a scary proposition, you know. So you know somebody else can watch a television program that maybe I couldn't watch because I would be convicted by it. Mm-hmm. So we have to make sure we don't put our convictions on somebody else. But we also have to know that everything we do in life leads to life, leads to peace, leads to joy. Go. And if it, if it, if it's not going to lead to peace and joy, then we probably not be not be doing it. Well, that's it. See, because the one of the things that I used to do is I was just what you just got through describing mm-hmm. there, but uh, I started judging people. Mm-hmm. I thought, well, you know, if you're going to be a Christian, you got to stop doing this, stop doing yeah. that, and everything like that. But I found out the more I get into and get to know the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. because He's starting to lead me into the truth. Right. So. He has me to throw down those things. What is it? Uh, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, yeah. but are mighty through God uh-huh. for the pulling down of strongholds. Right. And every the, the thought, thought process is that I had in my mind, the Holy Spirit is pulling, helping me pull them down yeah. in my life. So, well... What used to what I thought wasn't sin, right? He's even going after those. Oh yeah, and that's what's been so amazing is to to have a new walk with God. Yeah, it's it's learning that to please Him now is getting to know His Holy Spirit. Yeah, because it's the Spirit of the man that reveals God His heart. Yeah, so the Holy Spirit has revealed God's heart to mm-hmm. me, and I don't want to do anything now. That's going to be displeasing to God, right? You know, grieve the Holy Spirit, that's quench it. the Holy quench, Spirit. See, there you yeah, go. Yeah. That's, and see, teaching people those things right. now is what's starting to see, where we're starting to see the change. Yeah, it's falling in love with God, right? And and falling in love with the Holy Spirit because yeah. see, I used to think that the Holy Spirit was just people shouting the house down and and you know things going on in the church. I mm-hmm. thought, well, well, the Holy Spirit showed up today. No, when he's inside of you, it's just amazing how that you worship different. You just, I don't, I'm not trying to worship like anybody else Mm -hmm. because I know him. Yeah. And through him, he lets me. 
right. we have that uh, what is it koinonia fellowship Co- yeah koinonia. oh lord that's just been amazing to get to know that and to know how real it is yeah and whenever it starts happening it just it just draws. Yeah, there's other people that have never seen it before. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it. Yeah, but when I started seeing it in other people, I wanted that. Right, and that's what we're seeing in Graham County now is we're seeing people want what the realness mm-hmm. of. Heaven so is. their want tos are changing. <laughs> there you go. So the Lord is the Lord is stirring up a hunger, and then when they come in, they're they're recognizing there's something to eat here. Oh, there you go. And then the more they eat, the more they realize. You know, we we sometimes get eat then we get full, but the reality of it is, it, the more you eat of the the Bible, the more you're going to want of Him. There you go. If it's if it's the right gospel being preached, and not the damnation and. You know, because I, I talked to a guy not too long ago, and he said we need we need to get back to the basics. And I said, "What's that mean? Back to the basics to you?" And he said, "We need to hellfire and brimstone." And I said, "Well, I'm telling you, I don't I don't know. Uh, you know, it might work for a week, two weeks." I said, "But you know, it's life and life more abundantly." And it's not that we're it's not that we're saying that a person can do anything they want to do. That's not what it is. But I got confidence in the Spirit and in God that He's not going to let you do anything you want to do. He's going to start changing you. There you go. If you get a hold of Him, He's going to change you. Well, see, I was doing it my way, trying to change in order to look like a Christian. Mm -hmm. And that's where I was. I mean, I I regret that now more than anything, that that I wasted all that time trying to change and when instead of letting him change me, right? And gosh, it's so much greater now because I love it. I love Psalms one thirty nine where he says at the beginning, he says to search me, mm-hmm. see if there be any hidden thing. Mm-hmm. And then he goes through the whole chapter there, and then at the end of it, and he says, search me again. Yeah. yeah, it took me a long time to get there. Right, God, search me again. To see if still now, now that's what I, I go to him. I say, God, if there's anything that's not pleasing you, then bring it up to where I can repent of it yeah. and, and do away with it. Because yeah. I know in my life, I was I had a lot of those old bends in my life yeah. that I had picked up from traditions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what, but when you recognize them and they you make them straight, mm-hmm. then you don't pass them down through the third and the fourth generations. And that's so right. that's what's amazing about this now is I'm so thankful that God, I just thank you that you've done this. Mm-hmm. And I ain't had to do anything. Yeah. The work stopped. Yeah. It stopped, and I, I'm so thankful. I just, I'm, I just live now. Mm-hmm. That's entering into his rest, is what that is. What about Graham County? You, had, you say you mentioned something that kind of struck a chord with me. Third and fourth generation. What, what kind of every every area, geographic, and every tribe, if you let me use that word, um, in in the, in the Old Testament, there's twelve. Each one of them had a particular a bend or. Um, a personality, you know, a tendency. Um, and then, what is it in Graham County that you have seen over the years of history? That um, obviously religion being a big piece of it, but what religion being something you have to overcome? What are there, whatever strongholds are in that region there? Well, I know within the Cherokee Nation down there, because we've got uh, our people are they're overweight, they're obese. And drugs and alcohol oh, wow. is just so rampant down there. I know that the, in the Cherokee Nation there in, in Cherokee, North Carolina, there's 
they, I've talked to the police department down there, and they have four and five overdoses per week. Oh, wow. Per week. And they have to, some of them come back through the Narcan yeah. and all whatever that is. But uh, see, there's a, there's a dark cloud over our people. It's, yeah. They're dying. Yeah. They don't even, most of them have never even heard the gospel. Wow. On, on the reservation in Cherokee, there is hardly any churches there. Mm. And then the ones that are there, they're legalist. Okay. They tell people you just come to church and you're right. okay. Yeah. And but then they go back out and they get back on drugs Monday morning, and but they'll come back Wednesday night if they can make it. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're burying them like crazy. Oh my. And God. it's it's sad, but see that's that's what I'm saying is where there is no God. Mm-hmm people perish and right. i love what one preacher said he said he said we're perishing for a lack of knowledge yeah he said we need to get the knowledge yeah so we can quit destructing right and that's the truth that is that's, yeah. when i saw that i thought wow God. Now, is the government the administration uh the chief and the council and all the the people that kind of run the administration the government are they open to the gospel or <laughs> It's 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 hard to say. Is this they keep it completely separate? Yeah, yeah. So they don't really get involved in that part of it. No, because when you're in your politics and everything, you don't want to ruffle no feathers, right? So that's one of the things that's going on down there, and I, I'm just I'm sad, but yeah, I'd love to see it. Now, our former chief, he was a he was a minister of the gospel, okay, but then through the eight years he was in there. It's just like he just fell by the wayside. Right. I'm sorry to say that. Well, what happens is they become they adapt to their everyday surroundings, and uh, the the world sometimes changes them as opposed to them supposed That's to be changed. And they most have a, most people that I know that get into that kind of thing really start out with good intentions, but over the course of time, it just kind of beats at you, and then before you know it, you're you're changed. Unless um, unless there's enough revival going on in the area, which is really probably what's happening here. You got a lot of groundbreaking things that are happening with these churches and these these hungry people. Uh, then the message is going to resonate with them. Um, I, I've seen it happen. I, you know, I've seen it in many many places uh, where um, you know the gospel kind of just prevails. So go. we got to get them uh, um, hungry. You know, for for what God. And once they see. Yeah, Cherokee, you're 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 Cherokee nation. You're you're a very prosperous people, mm-hmm. and because they're prosperous, sometimes they have a tendency to lean on their own understanding. See it. There you go. And uh, you, you take that's a so sad. you take a, a nation, a nation or a, an area that's not thriving, um, you know, financially or prospering, prospering, and you only have to you only can rely on two fish and five loaves. You have a tendency to look to the one that can make that multiplication. There you go. That's amazing. But it's. I, that's my prayer is God help us. Mm-hmm. If, if you choose to use us in that area, yeah, then so be it. And it's so far now, it's took this long for me to be able to, just like Paul, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. Yeah, yeah. Before, I mean, I would go out there because I didn't really know the gospel. Yeah. And now, I, I want to say this because uh, I guess it's been 40-some years ago, 40, 50 years ago. Mm. And I, I I stepped out in church a long time ago because they somebody was preaching on uh, uh, 
take your son. He was talking about Abraham taking his son up on the mountain. Okay, yeah. And offer him as a sacrifice. He said, maybe God is leading you to step out and do something. Well, I was just a young Christian mm-hmm. then, and, you know, I was full of zeal, and I thought, well, I'm going to yeah. do something for God. Right. So I stepped up and thought I was – I told him, I said, I believe I'm called to preach. Yeah. Had no clue. Yeah. <laughs> What it was to be a preacher, and you wouldn't believe the burden that came on me. Yeah. And I thought, no. And I had to go back in front of the church and tell them, say, no, I made a mistake. Oh, wow. But I tell you what, I know now there's something inside of me I want to tell everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, when you know the gospel yeah. and you know how it can transform lives. Mm-hmm. And I, my favorite scripture used to be in Romans 12, 1. He says, I beseech you, brethren, therefore by the mercies of God, mm-hmm. that you present your body a right. living sacrifice. Well, I thought, well, that's what I'm doing. I'm yeah. trying to present myself to God. Right. And But then I, Romans 12, 2 says, be not conformed to this world. Mm-hmm. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I missed it for those years yeah. because, see, I didn't, wasn't transformed. Yeah. See, when you were young, you stepped out, you want to do something for the Lord. You had to, you, I, I feel called to preach, and a burden came on you. And then you had to go back and tell those people, really, what you're really saying is uh, the gospel that I'm hearing here, I'm really not called to preach that one. So I didn't really make a mistake. I just didn't realize that that was what I was supposed to be preaching. And then today, today, you're the gospel more than you ever would, <laughs> That's and it. that burden is even greater because you realize you've got something to give away. There you go, something something special. Because I know it, can, I know it can transform lives. Oh, yeah. And seeing that's. And that's what that's what was so sad is my uh, my walk was I never led anybody into the presence of God. Mm-hmm. And it's not about just being saved from hell. Yeah, it's about having this abundant life and yeah. Him living on the inside of you. Right. And manifesting himself. I love the scripture where he said, he said, those that love me, I'll manifest myself mm-hmm. to make myself known. Yeah. And that has been tremendous. Yeah. And, he, the, more, and the more you see him, the more he shows you. The more he shows you. Yeah. Because you can handle it. That's it. It's been good. It's been really good, Sam. I, I thanks for being patient with us today. We recorded a couple of programs. Jody, it's wonderful having you in the studio it's with been us. Good. Thank uh, you. I'm glad you're here for the weekend and uh, enjoying Steph's birthday and um, the the grandbaby. Yeah. Uh, a little Aspen's all over the place. She's kind of like the church mouse. Yeah, yeah. She's she's everywhere. Uh, everybody kind of runs to her and she runs to them, and then we run from her and she runs from us. So it's kinda, everybody kind of it's the church mouse. But uh, it's all been good. We're excited. Uh, but what God is doing with your in your life and your ministry down in uh, Robbinsville and Graham County in North Carolina. Uh, it's good to see that uh, Jeremy is kind of breaking forth those grounds too, yes. uh, and uh, teaching and sharing the Word of God. Uh, so your your uh, um, your seed obviously is doing its work. So well, we got both amazing. of your children in ministry, and uh, isn't that something? Well, let's see. One of the things I will say this uh, that's been my heart's desire is for my grandkids. Yeah. To know this truth, yeah. To know the truth, the, yeah. the faith, right? Not a faith, but the faith, right? And that way they can grow up and never have to unlearn something that they we taught them, right? And then for them to learn, to have to try to learn this. That's so good. That's what this is all about, Sam. You're getting first class. Um, 
101, you know, uh, Gospel 101, Kingdom 101, uh, through all these programs you've been recording. So it's a, you know, you get a, you know, you're in a good spot as the producer of the, the uh, Expression Radio. Uh, Sam records all these programs and he gets firsthand knowledge of all of this actually before they even uh, get broadcast. So we're excited. But Jody, it's been a real pleasure to have you and Thank Donna you. Uh, here with us. We're excited for you to be here this weekend. Uh, and you guys have been listening to Real Life with Pastor Kevin West. And I want to encourage you on Expression Radio to download that app, share it, like, uh, and share it and let people know that they can get this app for free. Um, and uh, just let yourself just be saturated with the presence of the Lord. And until we talk to you again, be in church. We, we don't miss what God is doing because he definitely is doing something. Expression Church uh, here in 115 Cheshire Way in Huntington, 11 o'clock on Sunday morning, ministry for all ages, as well as 7 o'clock on Wednesday night, the mid. Uh, we break open the Word of God and we teach for about a solid hour and, and just open up the Scriptures to you. God bless you guys. It's been a great week, and we'll see you next time on Real Life with Pastor Kevin West. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.